0: Welcome back to this Lenten series on self Fiji Dolores. This week we're looking at sections 9 to 13, and that's looking at things like sin, and it's linked to punishment, and the story of Job, and all kinds of things like that. So we hope it's helpful for you, and we we'll look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless you. This is a podcast for those who suffer, which is everyone it's
1: a space where we can speak honestly about what it feels like to be in desolate places without losing hope welcome to in the thicket hey good everybody. morning <laughs> good after hi <high. laughs> there's um so I have there's a fellow who is I guess does some like janitorial work at the at one of the schools where I at the school where I do music therapy um mm. for this middle school or after school program and he always ends up coming into the classroom where that we use and like changing the garbage. And so a couple of weeks ago, he came in, and one of the other um folks with this program looked at him and said, Good morning. And it's like, it's like, oh, 4:30 yeah, PM at this point. And uh, and then they both laughed like it's inside joke. So I was like, Oh, what's up? And he was like, He was the joke, and he's like, Well, I'm here from early morning and I have to stay till everyone else is done. So, like, <laughs> it's good. Mo- what is in that? Yes, because you told us
2: the story last this episode. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> that's, that's so
1: hilarious great. okay that's great I wow. was just wow in I my saw- head
2: I was okay.
0: like I wonder if people are going to be like what did I click on the right <laughs> What is, <laughs> this feels like i think you really shopping. should know
2: that i have no memory of that that's fine that's so funny because when you started i was like oh i know this guy and you're i was like okay, how I know this is familiar guy. that's yes. so funny
1: <laughs> that well i saw him really- again this week and i said good morning to mm-hmm. him and he was
2: appreciate you he like was like "Okay." now you're I'll in on me. the joke that's you're right i'm in on now the joke yeah. i love that that's and then, well, now everybody on our podcast is in on the joke that's right so that's gonna be
0: we're never gonna and we're never gonna say good anything except for good morning good morning good morning child of god that's it just reminds me that's um i think what is his name gus gus lloyd on the catholic channel he's got like a i don't know a show and it has a thing that's like good this little kid good morning child of god and it's the cheesiest like it's like no this is unacceptable (laughs) Uh, i have to say can i just say so i Um, went last week to watch The Chosen in theaters
1: because it's the
0: fourth season, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So one of the girls who's um, the evangelization coordinator at the parish that I'm at. So we we ended up going to the to see it and then she was like do you want you want to go next week to the thing i was like what do you mean next week because i didn't realize that it was like three weeks in a row there's like they're doing three episodes and then the next Ah. week three episodes and then the next week the last two episodes of the season so i was like this is so great because this is perfect for me like i would by the end of three episodes in a row my brain is gonna explode and i'm tired and i'm like sore and i want to go home even though we pay extra for the super comfortable seats yeah and so like three episodes is like good you know yeah but then also it satisfies my my like inner inattentive, right yeah yeah. so I'm like I want to see it all of it like I'm like I don't want to leave it for a cliffhanger like you know when you watch a series on Netflix Uh or something yeah you get to the end of the season and then you're like and now I have to wait two years for the the next season to yes which is it is you know I'm like so this is good so congrats to you Dallas Jenkins and Jonathan Rumi and I all know, of the they're so
2: fantastic I really do love it. I mean yeah I think people have different and I get it different takes on the chosen mm-hmm. Catholics because I mean it's not you know it's it's whatever there's but they do yep. try really hard mm-hmm. I think to be as ecumenical in the best sense of that term as possible I think without you know yeah. their goal is not trying they're not they're trying to get at the heart of yeah. the gospel that we kind of all agree on
1: mm-hmm. without watering I mean, it down, you know. Right. And they're and they're touching, like however oh imperfect gosh. or in whatever mm-hmm. way you can criticize, like a lot of people are are really being like touched on a deep level oh, by yeah. this, including myself. Mm-hmm. And oh, so me it's too. Beautiful. It's fruitful. It was oh. very
0: interesting because we had a, we had a parish Lenten retreat this week. And so Archbishop Prendergast was the preacher for it. And he was talking a little bit about the and He's like, I haven't seen it, but you know, some people, I, the, some of the feedback that I've had from people is that it presents Jesus as too like human on the human side mm. of like, mm. um, you know, joking so and laughing and joyful and all of that. Yeah. And I, but then the whole retreat was like was about putting yourself in the scene because Archbishop Prendergast is a Jesuit and it's yeah. Jesuits are, you're all mm. about this, you know, of yeah. putting yeah. yourself in the Bible scene yeah. and that it doesn't, it's not about theology and about what's right. It's mm-hmm. about what the Lord is doing and his movements, what he's saying, yeah. coming to know him to more. Right now? And so I want, I wanted to like stand up while he was talking. I was like, no, Grace, you have to watch it. This <laughs> is Jesuit 101.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Like, i found that that is theology though that is also the like i don't Mm -hmm. know people Mm -hmm. are crazy when they put that yeah 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 sorry well
1: and it's like i think uh i don't know i i mean i think jesus is if jesus is the best Version of a human, then he's probably pretty funny too. Honestly, he has said ridiculous things to me.
0: I can't. I probably have shared this before, but like part of one of the retreats that I had was like meditating because the the Jesuit who was leading me was like, "We're going to do a meditation with the Holy Family in the stable where Jesus was born." I was Mm -hmm. like, "Okay," and so then part of the meditation was definitely when Mary gave Jesus to me, and Mm -hmm. I was like holding him, and I and then it was like um, imprinting, like. You know, in Mm -hmm. Twilight, when... When Jacob imprints on me oh, oh, no,
1: no, Aaron, because I haven't Twilight? watched Twilight. Okay, well, or... <laughs> listen, if anybody has
0: watched Twilight, but it was this I thought oh, awesome were... joke yeah. between the Lord and me of like, mm. like, like I it's just was, humor like, between
1: Jesus. My and heart
0: was belonged to this little baby, Aww. and then Jesus was like, huh you
2: imprinted on me." Oh, <laughs> like, but it's he's got such a good oh, yeah, sense of humor, you know. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. how are we yeah. supposed to do eternity without? humor like that sounds crazy Mm. you know there's no right yeah like the perfection of all perfections has to include yeah laughing there's and i find like
0: they don't they don't take him down to so much of a an irreverent or inhuman or you know or anything like that that he like it's still very clear that he is like the christ you know oh
2: -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i think they do i think they do fantastic and the thing is i i i i find that it People are being touched by the Holy Spirit through this, like you were saying, Nicole, and I know like Catholics Mm -hmm. who have become more Catholic or come back to the church, like to the Catholic church because Mm -hmm. of this, you know, because it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's very rich. It's really well done.
1: It helps me to do Lexio Divina, I feel like. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. after I watch it I always have a resurgence of being able to actually like put myself in the scenes more. Because like the show it's like the show is it does that. It's 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 a certain film director's Mm -hmm. imagination of scripture that can help Mm -hmm. help you make that on your own too, right? Like Kind of models Definitely. that so, anyways i
0: think it's like sometimes where the the perfect becomes the enemy of the good you know like there's yes. going to be zero mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. way of telling oh, or imaging or right. things in the yeah. scripture because because right. there's a lot of things in there that are not like black and white of right. like okay this is exactly what happened and exactly yeah. what he meant and you know like it's right so that would be great no
2: that's right no but yeah. the heart of that show is encounter like they're trying to yeah. mm-hmm. they're trying to portray Mm and what some, some sort of semblance of what it is to encounter God, like to encounter Christ, even for us, because I think what we, what, what moves me Mm -hmm. when I see the show and people encountering him is I, it it reminds me of my encounters that are like there. I mean, we encounter him Mm -hmm. every day, all the time. That's our whole God wink idea. It's like, he's all the time talking to us, but there are those moments in your life that are just like, you know, where, where Christ appears before you in some way, whether it's like through your intellect or through your heart or however it is, but, and you cannot deny that this is God. Like there's some moment yeah, in all of our lives, I think yeah. um, that mm-hmm. that happens. So it's just so cool. I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um, amen.
2: so you know this is not sponsored by the choice we i feel like we should just like invite all our i know
0: right but we can't do it until after we already record the episode where we just happen to mention them and then we'll yeah. just send it to them after and be like hey could you pay us for talking about yeah, you even though you didn't agree to it, but we just have some
2: money
1: <laughs> that's right that's right yeah, yeah. or maybe because- maybe we'll see if we can get them to be on our podcast sometime or something oh and yeah that'd, that'd be, be so good cool too. i feel yeah.
2: like john well john the ruby's catholic maybe you never know yeah, yeah that's never- right
0: I mean, we asked other people, Sister Miriam joined us. Sister Miriam us. came, yeah. to, oh my Can gosh, so gracefully
2: and kindly yeah. she mm-hmm. came. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. Um, I do want to say on the subject of Jesus kind of, mm-hmm. I, I also hate when people say he's too human. Like he's the perfect human, like, but he's human. Like that's mm-hmm. really it. Mm-hmm. That's fully, fully human, human yeah, and fully divine. divine. Yeah, you exactly. don't think he's it's fully not human. A that's, there's a heresy for there's that. a heresy, <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, Um, but no, so speaking of his humanity today, mm. I had a fantastic opportunity and I don't know how your guys is, if anything's happened to you this week, it's been unusual. I want to hear about it because for me, I had a really wonderfully unusual saturday where i went on retreat with some of my classmates from school and we went to the franciscan monastery that's here in dc which is basically mm. a replica so it's really cool this this franciscan father godfrey um years ago like like centuries i think in the 1800s or something wanted to build a replica of the of the holy land monastery franciscan monastery in dc for people who did not have enough money to go to the holy land so they can make mm. a pilgrimage huh. to dc and it is exact like distances of all the holy sites huh. they've replicated the uh, Bethlehem, um, the Church of the Nativity, and they have a stone wow. from from the cave where Christ was born there. So I have had the chance to go to the Holy Land, which was just an absolutely phenomenal experience. But today I like revisited the Holy Land, basically mm. going here, touching the stone from Bethlehem. And one of the craziest things is that in the, they have also a replica of the catacombs on, mm. at this monastery. It's kind of insane. And they have in the catacombs there two uh, relics of second century martyrs, second century martyrs. One of them is the bones of this of this Roman soldier. And I literally cannot remember his name right now, which is like really, I think it's Benianus or something like that. I can't remember. I can't say Mm -hmm. it. Anyways, he was a Roman soldier, second century martyr, and they have his bones there. And they have the full skeleton of basically, I mean, his skin is still there. His skeleton is still preserved of a second century child martyr who's seven years old, Saint Innocentius. And he is like, we got to venerate the relic of this little child that was so
0: crazy. It
2: was guys, it was Mm -hmm. one of the most moving experiences. Like I was kneeling before and it was like, it's, you know, just less than a foot away from you, the glass, like you're standing right in front of it. Basically I'm not even less Mm -hmm. than, yeah, like uh, maybe six inches away from me is this, the body Mm -hmm. of this child. And it was like, oh my gosh, I'm literally kneeling before a child who was alive Mm -hmm. of less than 200 years after Jesus died. Mm. And gave his life for the same God that I know and love, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, yeah. oh my gosh, it was so cool and just such a moving experience. Man, so, speaking of the incarnational kind of like our faith is so incarnational, it's yeah. so incredible, you know. Mm-hmm. And then maybe cycling, maybe I don't know do you, if you, you guys have anything this week that you want to say. I just like said, do you have anything to share? And I was going to blow right past that, but I'm not going to do that. Do you guys have anything? No, this it's week okay. You talk about? No, I have nothing to I share. I mean, nothing. I at have.
1: All. <laughs> I feel like that's actually a good <laughs> segue. I feel like it's a good segue. Actually, like yeah. just martyrdom and like yes, um, uh, our... you know, on un- mm. in paint like so. This this week, um, which chapters is it, Erin? It's this is the so nine to 13. Nine to yeah. thirteen. Yeah, but talking about like innocent suffering,
2: right? Yes, and yes, right, and the value um, of it. Yeah. And like what the meaning of all of that. So. Okay. Yeah. So let's segue then. Um, so yeah, we're, we're for anybody who's just tuning in to this episode, this is our Lenten series on the apostolic letter of John Paul II on the meaning of Christian suffering or the Christian meaning of suffering. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's important difference. Yeah. Um. And so we're on section three now, nine to uh, sections, nine to 13 or mm-hmm. paragraphs nine to 13. And it's called the quest for an answer to the question of the meaning of suffering. Um, and a lot of it is about, we, he talks about Job in this, and we're going to get into the details, but just to kind of set us up, um, he, you know, John Paul II says, this is a very difficult question. And one of the things that we come up with is like, is suffering a punishment from God? That's, that's part Mm -hmm. of that question that we ask. And in the old Testament, Mm -hmm. that was the case where, because, because the Jews, God really kind of in leading them and forming them, he gave them this concept of justice. That was a very good concept where, you know that that your punishment should be um you know commensurate with your with your evil actions or whatever and so there was a sense in which when when people suffered they got sick they had diseases or they were infertile things like this that this was some sort of just punishment from god um and in the old testament itself we have examples especially job who we're going to talk about where god kind of tries to expand that and say well that's not exact that's not all that's happening. There is justice. It is important when it comes to punishment and suffering. But that's not the whole picture. But then obviously Christ um and his sacrifice for us just, you know, blows that wide open and 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 kind of really uh shows us the meaning of justice and mercy. So that's what this section kind of is getting us yeah. to sort of start with. Really about so, the yeah. Real thing. Yeah, there's a lot of Job in this section. So uh yeah, maybe uh what what stands out to you guys maybe Aaron what what let's start yeah. with you like
0: well, I think one of the things that stands out for me is like not something terribly profound, but um, but where he says right at the beginning of it, but only this the suffering human being know that knows that he is suffering and wonders why. Um, because it, it makes me think about like mm-hmm. theology of the body when they talk about, you know, subjectivity and like where we understand ourselves as um as selves. And it just is like I don't know, like when we're talking about, um, when we're talking about suffering, like it doesn't, it doesn't really um, stand out as like a particularly important point to me, but it's, it's like something that I have to remember that actually human beings are unique in the capacity to know that we are suffering and then to be opened up to the question of why, like we have that rational capacity. And then the rational capacity itself is what actually allows us to receive an answer from God. So Mm -hmm. like, which is which is, there's a blessing in that, you know, even because we've had lots of animals growing up and it's always, Mm. it's always so hard when they get sick or when they're suffering, when you have to put them down or, you know, things like that. And part of it is like that they don't, they don't know why, like they don't question about like, why am I suffering? You know, but they, but they are suffering. They're in their suffering, you know, they know they're suffering somehow. Um, but, um, But because they don't have that rational capacity, then they can't like there's not that same ability to to question why and to have that that like door open anyways all Mm -hmm. that to say is like the uniqueness of the human person
1: yeah also because i
0: saw uh at one point i got into like a little trail on instagram about um about like instagram reels from people who are arguing that human beings and animals are the same right in all respects and i was like nope that is nope so anyways that's probably also (laughs) why that part stood
1: out to me yeah no
2: that's so beautiful Yeah.
1: yeah that makes sense yeah i think um what stood out. I mean, I, I think the way that I think is very, it's very analytical and kind of categorical sometimes. And I found this particular section helpful because it actually does. It says, okay, when we suffer, we, yeah, we ask this question, why, why am I suffering? This is something that humans do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it basically starts to break down possible answers. And I don't, I don't think John Paul II, that's who wrote this, right? Mm -hmm. Um, yes, was doing this to try to give some sort of analytical categorical thing, but it's Mm -hmm. helpful for me. And so, you know, it talks about, yeah, sometimes there's suffering that comes sort of as a direct result from our actions. And I think that like it's something that we learn as children, you know, like yeah, if you touch the hot stove, you get burnt. Mm -hmm. There's this direct, there's a suffering that came as a direct result from some actions, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and um, you know, or we, we hit somebody and they cry and we've hurt them. And so somebody else's suffering is coming from our, our sin. We see that like, there's these direct things, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, you know, in the section, it says like, yeah, there is, there is some, some ways in which some sufferings mm-hmm. come as a result of that. So when Job is suffering and has all these things happen, he has these three mm-hmm. friends who come to him and they're just like, well, you're suffering. Therefore you must have done something. Mm-hmm. You must deserve this mm-hmm. in some way. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the whole, the whole point of Job is that that's not, that wasn't true. He didn't. And Job was like, and a Job, man. you know, he yeah. was a righteous man. He, yeah. and he responds to his friends by just authentically, honestly saying, but I, I just That Mm -hmm. can't be it because I didn't, I haven't sinned in a way that Mm -hmm. would cause that kind of, you know, that response that, that, Mm -hmm. and so it, you know, revealing that this, this other category of suffering, that is sometimes, you know, when, when the, the, when good things happen to bad, uh, when bad things happen to good people. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that was just, I know that's a really sort of obvious thing, but just to say, yes, there are, there are different types of suffering and they have different causes. and just because some are caused by, you know, direct uh, direct mm-hmm. actions, sometimes it's not, um, and it's just innocent suffering, but it also brings up this concept of suffering, um, like indirect consequence of sin, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So you could say there's suffering that's a direct consequence of someone's sin um, mm-hmm. versus, you know, where it's, where, uh, if it's your own sin or if it's somebody else sins against you, right? Mm-hmm. And there is just sort of the general suffering that comes from result of being in a fallen world. And he talks about both kind of like original sin and that, that like tear in the fabric of our, our humanity. Mm -hmm. Um, and also just like the collective sin of the current world, like where Mm -hmm. we live in, that those are causes of suffering. Um, you know, and we can see that sometimes, like we talk about structural sin or, you know, all of these kinds of things where that, that is, um, someone suffering. Yeah. It's caused by that. And, and that in some way we all contribute to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, anyway, so I, I don't know, just like for me, sometimes when I ask when I'm suffering and I think of that, why that mm-hmm. why comes to mm-hmm. mind, I, I feel like this is sometimes, I mean, when you're actually suffering, sometimes you're like, you don't really care mm-hmm. what the why is. You're just, You just don't want to suffer. Yeah, Um, There's something to having these different kind of um, Mm -hmm. explanations sort of broken down a little bit. That's helpful for me. Yeah. Uh,
0: Could I, I wanted to share like a a thing that I found really helpful. I think it was. I think it was Father Gregory Pine. I'm sure it was, yeah, because yeah. he's so smart. Anyways, because <laughs> sometimes I, I feel like when we get into this this question of suffering as um, punishment, which it is, like any good father would reprimand their child um, where where it's needed, right, for yes. correction, for repentance. Mm-hmm. Like this is yeah. the whole story of Israel is, you know, uh-huh. God allowing these things happen that would cause Israel to like snap out of it right. and, and like be drawn back in repentance towards right, the Lord, right? Right, key.
1: Which is not a punishment that's like, um, vindictive, you know, vindictive or what you did this, or you and that's it. But it is, it's always an invitation to repentance. Yeah.
0: But Um, it's also even like, because this is the question that people often have is like, well, then God, did God cause my suffering? Like, did he send me cancer to Mm -hmm. pull me back? Did he send? And so, like, um, so maybe it's good to, and you guys can, if you have other examples or or yeah. thoughts on this, but I think it's good to know that God has two kind of forms of will, right? Like his yeah. perfect yeah. will and his permissive will. And in Very- his perfect will, it's like him directly willing us into existence. He directly mm-hmm. um, willed creation. He He still wills our existence and he keeps mm-hmm. us in, in being through his perfect will will, right? Mm -hmm. And then his permissive will are the things that he'll, what he allows to be. And Mm -hmm. his permissive will doesn't violate, like his perfect will doesn't violate our, our, um, free will. So he'll allow the consequences of our own sin of other sin of, you know, sin in yes. the world, because he won't violate our human freedom. But the example that father Gregory Pine, um, used that was helpful is the example that Aquinas uses where it's like, there's like a judge, right? So if there's a man that is, um, that it comes before him and has committed murder. The judge does not will, what he wills for this man is he wills this man's, you know, flourishing as a human being, at, you know, his his right living, all of those kind of things. But then also he's, he's committed this crime and the judge is in this position where he has to determine on this crime. And so then he sentenced him t- to death for murder. So does he directly will? the murder of the man, the death of the, of the, the, right. of the, of the right. man. And in a sense, no. And in a sense, yes, because, right. because it's it. what, right. Cause he ordered all of the, all of the things to have this moral, yeah. like this moral order. Right. So, yeah. so sometimes it's like we, we, um, I feel like we focus on that sometimes a little bit too much, but I found it anyways, helpful to know. I'm like, Oh no. Okay. So when I'm experiencing when I'm experiencing suffering, like there is that element of okay, it's just that mm-hmm. that I'm experiencing this suffering, or that mm-hmm. you know, like God will allow these things, but He'll only allow the things that can be that will draw me back to Him. Yeah,
1: right, and bring yeah. growth. Yeah, and I I had an experience I think of this recently where just so, something that was happening in my life, um, where it was like I could see clearly where I'm like this could just this particular suffering could just have easily not have happened. Yeah. Like I can I can see how it could not have happened, but it did happen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and in that there was a sense where I was like, well, so if God allowed this to happen and didn't prevent it, even though He he really could have, mm. would have been maybe nice. Um <laughs> that there must be something in this for my healing. There yeah. must be something in this for my good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so To just sort of move into this experience of like now dealing with, you know, this kind of cross that I have in my life, um, with, with an attitude of, of trying to be open and say, okay, Lord, I am, I'm here, I'm here. And you've allowed this in my life. I don't, I know you don't want me to suffer. You know, I know you love me. It's not like you want me to suffer, but you've allowed this for some reason. So, so what do you have, what is, what is there for me in this? you know, in what, where is the gift in this? Mm-hmm. Um, which has helped, I think me to then, you know, start to move forward and take steps to deal with um what's going on, whether it's, you know, seeking different, like a health thing. So seeking different healthcare stuff or um talking to, to a therapist or just all of those kinds of things that to try to seek healing and, and grow. Um, but with an attitude of openness, which I don't know. It's, it's, that's given me some peace in this particular situation. It's just like this conviction that, yeah, that it, oddly, oddly, the conviction that God in his permissive will has allowed this suffering because mm. I, because I do, I mm. trust the goodness
2: of God. So I trust that it must be for my good somehow. Yeah. Um, I think, and I, yeah, it, there's a way in which it's, it's really interesting. So part of this pass, part of this section, I'll just read it out here. He says, um, the, the Pope says, Whereas the existence of the world, creation, we'll call it, whereas the existence of the world opens as it were the eyes of the human soul to the existence of God, to his wisdom, power, and greatness. And here I think of like, you know, the stars, the trees, like the beauty Mm -hmm. of creation really makes you kind of think like there must be a creator, you know? He says, so where's the existence of the world? Yeah, does this. He says, evil and suffering seem to obscure this image, sometimes Mm -hmm. in a radical way especially in the daily drama of so many cases of undeserved suffering and of so many faults um without proper punishment so on the one hand you have all these innocent people who are suffering i mean yeah. i think of the holy land now and of all of like the craziness that's going yeah. on and you know i mean not even speaking about the politics of it or anything like that I'm not, No, not but just There's like a the lot suffering. of people who are suffering yes just mm-hmm. the suffering of many innocent yeah. people and then and then um you know, and then there's the fault of people like, you know, the people who commit crimes and don't ever get caught or like, yeah. or whatever, or just like a wrongfully convicted innocent man versus mm-hmm. like a terrible murderer who gets away. Like mm-hmm. both of these really seem to obscure the image of God as yeah. that the creation opens up for us. So then he says, yeah, but this circumstance shows perhaps more than any other, the importance of the question of the yeah. meaning of suffering. And to me, like, I mean, that's the point of our whole podcast, because I feel yeah. like we've all encountered that and, and it really can um, sometimes bring us away from God. Like it can yeah. really sometimes get, and he says that, that you know, sometimes it, people reach the point of actually denying God because mm-hmm. of this question, you know, mm-hmm. and so the importance of tackling it. And Job is so helpful. And he goes through this whole story of Job, as you guys have been talking about. And he says, like, and you know, and I think the permissive will thing, Aaron, is a very helpful way to look at this because in some ways, Job's suffering, he says, takes on this like nature of a test, you know? Mm-hmm. Where, and it is true. I mean, in heaven, in that book, the devil's like, you know, Job is right. You think he's, God, you think he's going to stay, close to you after, you know, if I, it's because his life's so great. That's why he loves you, but watch it. I'm going to make his life miserable and he's not going to love you anymore. And God's like, okay, we'll give it your best shot. And there's a way in which you're like, what the heck? Yeah. Like, you know, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. God's just playing with our lives up there, you know? And it's sort of, I mean, that's not the point, obviously that's not the point, mm-hmm. but there's a way in which I don't know. it It's, it's a really mysterious reality. That's like, what yeah. is this? There is a test sometimes in suffering mm-hmm. that where our righteousness is put to the test. Mm-hmm. And we pray, I mean, in the Our Father, we pray that we would not be put to the test. So it's it's mm-hmm. a good thing to pray to not be put to the test. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But he sometimes allows, and I mean, Jesus is the culmination of that. You know, Jesus. so it's like God did not any ask anything of us that he did not take on himself. So, I mean, he's not playing yeah. with us, but there's, I think he's giving us this model in Job. Yeah. That, that is obviously prefiguring Christ mm-hmm. to say that now that sin, now that you have rejected me, there is sin, there is this moral order. Mm-hmm. There's a way in which mm-hmm. there must be a testament to my love in which suffering plays a part, like where your witness to my love, despite suffering, has a great power, has yeah. a great power. And those of us who walk with him Our call to give in a certain sense, this testament in some way in our lives, going back to the seven year old martyr, like, right, there is a way Mm -hmm. in which I mean, that child did not ask for the cross. I mean, maybe he did. Honestly, back then people were really old about that. So maybe he did (laughs) ask for it.
1: Mm -hmm. But a lot of martyrs
2: don't ask for it.
1: Right, yeah, and I think that's that'll bring us like that'll be the theme of the next um mm-hmm. episode right is, yeah. is love and like entering into that. Yeah. but I do think that it's important to say like, um I just thinking about the so I, t- I took a course on like the problem of evil back in undergrad, and I remember the term that he used, you know, because he was like, okay, so these are some reasons for suffering or this is you know and then he's like, and then there's sort of this gratuitous suffering, and you just you think of the most awful grisly terrible things that Mm -hmm. a human being can do to another human being um and somehow all of these reasons fall flat fall short yeah fall short Mm -hmm. yeah and and you're just left with why Mm -hmm. why and i think that that is, you know, and it says, you know, suffering tests, tests our tests our righteousness. And I, I, I do think that, and there's been, you know, different things that I don't know that I've just read in the news lately, stuff happening in the world. And I, I just, I find, I do, I have to, I, as mu- as much as we do this podcast on suffering and we're going through all of this and I can share, yeah. you know, the things it really challenges my faith or trust mm-hmm, in God. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, just, I yeah. don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how, yeah. how this can be. Like yeah. I don't understand,
0: you know? Well, and it's so hard I think to it's, be in that. Yeah. Like it's hard to be in that mystery, especially because like I think in particular in our time, because there's been a stripping of mystery in our in our world. Yes. And I'm like, you know, scientist. Like the scientist yes. in me is like I love all of it. And yeah. I believe fully that the God has given us the sciences to sure. understand our world more and
1: all of these kind of Stripping things. Stripping of mystery, revelation of truth, right? right. You could look at it different ways. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's, there's like a, there's like a, like, there's a lot of demystification of, of, you know, a life. lot of things yeah. through the sciences, mm-hmm. which is, which is good and which is beautiful. And even of faith, you know, with the study yeah. and theology and like all of those kind of things. But at yeah. the same time, like, cause he says here, um, like talking about Job. Like in the end, God himself reproves Job's friends for their accusations and recognizes that Job is not guilty. His suffering is the suffering of someone who is innocent, and it must be accepted as a mystery which the Mm -hmm. individual is unable to penetrate completely by his own intelligence. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's very difficult for us.
1: Mm -hmm. Like
0: for me, I find for sure, because I'm like, I want an answer for things. And I want something to be neatly packaged with a bow so that I can, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's palatable, it becomes palatable. But the Mm -hmm. thing about suffering is that it's never palatable. Like, because it's always an encounter with evil and evil is not palatable. But then we still seek to make it palatable in, you know, and we can, like we can understand something. of the mystery but we want to understand all of it
1: and we can't it's tough because yeah and that's the the answer that god gives job is just more questions were you there when i created the world Mm. were you there when i put the stars into motion were you there right um and and it's just just saying like in a sense of um there's there's Mm. there's one sense in which god is just like you know i am god so just trust me but there's another sense in which I can think of God as a compassionate God of just like, I, I know that this mm-hmm. is not something that you can understand. And I know that your minds are just not built for this. And mm-hmm. I am, I am so sorry. And yeah. I I I'm with you. I I'm, I'm going to, and then he sends Jesus to be with us. Right. But, but just to say, but I, you know, I, I was there. I, my, my Mm -hmm. mind is big and I can comprehend it. So let, let's, Let's let me be with you in this mystery, you know, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. I don't like like it.
0: He basically says that in like, right at the beginning of section 10, man can put this question to God with all of the emotion of his heart and with his mind full of dismay and anxiety. And God expects the question and listens to it
1: as yes. we see in the
0: revelation of the old Testament. Yeah.
1: Like
0: yes. he expects it. He he, he expects yeah. us to question. Mm-hmm. It. He expects it to be unpalatable mm-hmm. for us and to come to him with like
2: mm-hmm.
0: bewilderment mm-hmm. and disgust and anger and,
2: and all of the accusation.
0: Things. Yeah. 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 Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. I, I have, yeah. um, I have two kind of like, I have an experience of, of this that I, I, mean, I think I've shared before, but I'll share it again just cause it fits here. But also before that, I just want to say like, yeah, not, but not only is suffering because of Christ and in, sort of um experience of evil or diminishing if we talked about evil as really actually nothingness and you know it's mm-hmm. like this, it's really hard to say encountering evil because you don't really encounter you know it's really hard to describe encounter what the lack of God is, is. Yeah. exactly yeah. yeah it's such a strange thing to try mm-hmm. to uh, articulate but also there's there there is this encounter with God right in the midst of suffering this confrontation with God mm-hmm. that we're going through which also mm-hmm. is very mysterious and I think you know what Aaron that, like, I like that you said, use that word, like, are in a way in the modern world, we try to demystify everything. But that is, it is actually not the right, it's not about, like, if you're truly trying to get at the heart of something, at the truth of something, what you're going to find in most cases is that the mystery deepens in the most beautiful mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually like the further you penetrate, into the truth of something, the more you realize is there, you know, like even Mm -hmm. in physics, it's like you think you've gotten Mm -hmm. to the bottom and you never get there. You kind of never get there. There's a black hole and we all die from being so sorry. So that was. That what you're saying, Rachel? Yeah, you know, (laughs) yeah. No, I mean, this is the thing. I think that 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 we always see that as a negative, and that's Mm. our problem. We see we see the mystery as we see the unknown as something that is fundamentally untrustworthy, Mm. and that's Mm. really the question that comes up here, where God is like, in some ways, and we look to the east in this, right? Like God is in some ways always going to be the unknown. We're never going to be able Mm -hmm. to wrap our minds around Him, and Mm -hmm. if we're not willing to sort of receive the unknown as love and as something we'll talk about this Hmm. obviously in the next episode if the unknown is always going to be for us something untrustworthy we cannot even begin to experience suffering and have peace like we will not Mm. be able to do that Mm -hmm. and i think that job you know this this passage that you just read from section 10 is god illustrating that for us, that will you accept the unknown, the unanswered, the mysterious? Somehow will you accept that there is love at the heart of this, that I am at the heart of this, that I have not abandoned you? Will you trust that? Mm -hmm. And in my life, it's really funny, like a couple of years ago, I was, yeah, about two years ago, I had this experience of like deep suffering where I was really like talking to the Lord and he was like, go to Job. And I was like looking at Job. And one of the things, it was such a comfort to me. And I think I've said this before. Job, for me, God was saying, look at Job. Do you see? And he said, basically, what's happening here is that Job stayed in the conversation.
0: Will you Mm -hmm. just
2: stay in the conversation Mm -hmm. with me? You don't have to know. Totally. But will Mm -hmm. you? And you can be mad at me. God expects it. But will you just keep talking to me? And that's kind of the word that I got very clear Mm -hmm. from the Lord. Like, I don't, he knows our weaknesses, but what he wants from us, all he wants from us is to stay in the conversation with him and keep talking to him, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah keep and asking why keep Beautiful. asking why and just stay yes. there with jesus and he mm-hmm. will he, he mm-hmm. you will find him there you will find him there you know mm-hmm. you yeah. will not really understand it but you will find him there yeah, yeah. okay so with that so <laughs> good Wrap up it's this good. episode um erin um, you have a I do god, have wing, a
0: god right? wink. i do yes um so my God Winky, is related to the scripture passage, creating me a clean heart. Oh, God, da, 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 you know, like all of that kind of stuff. And that was like um, coming up, I think it was in the briefery. And so I was like, I'd been praying with that a little bit or whatever. And then I went later in the day to um, Shopper's Drug Mart because there's this um, it's like dove foaming body wash that I have such a hard time finding places because i don't know if they're making it anymore maybe Mm. they are but in smaller anyways but it's like the best for me because just even like whatever fibro stuff it's easy to use in the shower i can take it to different places if i'm going somewhere like it's just um it's way easier than actual like body wash that you need a like a Uh, scrunchie floor or like a loofah floof yeah yeah, whatever it is (laughs) Mm -hmm. exactly i don't know um and uh, so it's it's just so I've been looking everywhere for it, Um, and then I went in there and I was like, oh my gosh, they have some, and so mm-hmm. then I was like, oh my gosh, they have the fla- the flavor of it. <laughs> Don't eat it. Don't do not eat it. <laughs> they have the smell, the scent of it that is my favorite. And then I was like, oh, that's awesome. I got to the so I was like, I'm gonna buy three of them, and I got to the cash, and it's it it's like thirteen dollars a thing. So I was oh, like, wow. okay, that's enough, you know. So then I scan it. It was on sale for. F- four dollars <gasps> so I went back to and I was just like on the way and it felt like a moment with the Lord of just like laughing because it was just about like creating me a clean heart like about like clean cleanliness like purity of <laughs> heart and that the Lord sent me 12 bottles of my favorite body wash oh my gosh
2: they're amazing
0: four dollars a bottle so that's yeah
2: amazing oh i know my right gosh, I, I was that. so
0: happy i was like you know that you're an adult when yeah
2: seriously <laughs> seriously when this is like this that's is so your harsh. god That's way. my that's highlight right.
0: of the day yeah i yeah,
2: love it yeah. oh that's great way. congratulations that was a good one thank you that, i'm so happy thank for you. you yes thank that's you wonderful <laughs> um so you guys uh yeah. everybody listening thank you so much mm-hmm. for listening mm-hmm. um join us we're going to be back next monday yep. with sections our 14
0: to 18 that's right Uh, That is correct.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, God bless you, everybody. See you then, everybody. Have a good week. God bless you. for you. (laughs) Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us for this episode of In the Thicket. If you like what you hear, give us a rating and hit that subscribe button. We have new episodes every Monday with more stories and honest conversations about life when the going gets rough and the hope and humor amidst it all. We'd love for you to join our community on Instagram and Facebook at In the Thicket Podcast. While you're there, let us know how we can pray for you. God bless and see you next week.